crazy Monday night. Polling over the weekend came out, and it shows that overwhelmingly Canadians are watching this issue. They do understand this issue, and 57% in one poll said it will change their view and their vote for Mr. Trudeau. So this is hurting him, and it is only midway through this uh, this absolute chaos. Uh, but I think what is being coming very clear is that there's no real governing going on. you got a prime minister out jumping around the corner campaigning all the time, and here at home every day we're hearing these headlines of scandal and scandal and scandal and now resignations. So what is going on with the governing of this country, and can can they even stay? I want to bring in Conservative Senator Leo Housakis to this uh, conversation. Of course, he understands these issues. It's good to have you here with us, sir. Quite a day. Um, would it be fair to say that the uh, Trudeau government is, is in chaos? Well, definitely in chaos and definitely never a dull moment right across the country. But we uh, we see now more than ever, and I say it with all the authority that I can possibly say this, that Justin Trudeau just doesn't have the moral authority to continue being Prime Minister of Canada. We've heard that now, you know, almost as a talking point from the opposition. But truly, I mean, this is not just any minister. Um, Jane Philpott, by and large, cross-partisan lines, is very respected. Um, one of the more senior members of Team Trudeau. But for her to come out and back Jody Wilson-Raybould and her words and also say that she doesn't have confidence in cabinet. Does that tell you that he can't survive this? In many ways, this resignation from uh, Minister Philpott, I I think, is even more damning than the resignation from from Wilson-Raybould. That that when it's all said and done, we have now two senior cabinet ministers who both have called into question uh, the integrity of the prime minister. Uh, The fact that you have another minister now, senior cabinet minister, stepping up and saying firsthand that the pressure, the the persistent pressure uh, from the prime minister and this government on the former Attorney General uh, to intervene in a criminal case is completely unacceptable. It's just the evidence keeps piling on over and over again that when the story broke originally, and people forget the few days and actually the first week of the story, when Prime Minister Trudeau insisted and continuously said that there was no interference, no directive, and now we have found out clearly that the Prime Minister of Canada was lying to Parliament and he was lying to the Canadian people through the media when he was saying that. Okay. And so the fallout here, I mean, there are a number of areas of fallout, Senator. Uh, I mean, I think the one question many would be asking is, who the hell's running the country? I mean, if they can't even run their own government, how do we have faith in them to run this country? Well, no doubt. And it goes even deeper than that, Alex. At the end of the day, in our democracy, the element that is so essential is the clear separation between the legislative branch, the executive branch, and the judicial branch of our government. And when you have an overlap, particularly in a criminal judicial process, it calls into question the very integrity of our judicial system and our democracy. It is completely unacceptable. And if we as Canadians cannot rely on the Prime Minister of Canada to withhold and support those basic principles, then he does not deserve to continue to serve the country. Over the weekend, Mr. Lametti, the new AG, made some comments to our colleague on the West Block, Mercedes Stevenson, when she asked him about, you know, criminal deferred prosecutions and, um, you know, is there a time when a government should, uh, you know, interfere? And he gave the answer that it depends. Um, And when she pushed upon that, you know, it was not, uh, when she asked him about electoral gain, you know, for elective purposes, can you interfere? He didn't say no. And and some are suggesting that that may be the reason Philpott finally said, I'm done with this. I mean, to have a conversation with this current government that is clearly trying to push this through as a solution, no matter what 
and no reason um, is deeply troubling. I did hear that interview, and it is indeed very troubling when you have an attorney general and a minister of justice trying to condone and justify the political intervention of any criminal court proceeding is completely unacceptable. And again, we talk about questioning the prime minister's capacity to to morally govern this country. Uh, It is more than disturbing when the current the uh, current Attorney General and Minister of Justice is trying to condone interfering in a criminal process. Like I, on many occasions, have asked a government leader uh, in the Senate. Uh, there's a long list of Canadians and Canadian corporations facing all sorts of criminal proceedi- proceedings and, and criminal cases in this country. Uh, would they be? Would they have the same opportunities as SNC-Lavalin to come and plead their case before the Prime Minister and the Prime Minister's office? Certainly not. Well, you know, that's what the Chinese government is asking, and, and, and this is where we get into some extremely serious, um, you know, issues. You know, we've got Canadians over there who are basically kidnapped off the street, and today the Chinese government is accusing them of spying, which uh, is a capital punishment in that country, because they're watching this, and they're telling our prime minister, uh, you better pull some SNC favors for us. I mean, their, their lives, um, I mean, is it too much uh, over the line to suggest that their lives hang in the balance because of Mr. Trudeau's actions? Well, certainly it's another example of how this government has lost total credibility. Uh, we have a, a, a government in the case of China right now where believed, and at least we had a prime minister on a number of occasions, uh, made it clear that we are a country of the rule of law, that we never politically intervene in criminal court proceedings. And uh, after saying that and saying that with vigor and with all kinds of, uh, of, of directness to the Chinese, a few weeks later, this whole affair pops up, which calls into question, uh, again, the prime minister's uh, honesty here. And, and we lose credibility as a nation, and we put at risk and we put in jeopardy the lives of Canadians right now that are being used as a, as a political ping-pong by the Chinese government. And we have a prime minister and we have a government, again, I reiterate, with no moral authority to be able to face the Chinese and say with, with vigor and with enthusiasm that we are a country of rule of law and that it's not just talk. We walk the talk. This government, unfortunately, has not walked the talk. No, they said we were back. They have just uh, taken us back. But, you know, given your relationship with Quebec, uh, and you go there, obviously, a lot to go home. What are they saying on the streets of Quebec about this? I know that the stories play very differently outside of Quebec versus the rest of Canada, but where do they see this now? Alex, as a senator from, from Montreal and from Quebec, and I can reassure your listeners in Toronto and Ontario... Quebecers have absolutely no tolerance for this whatsoever. There's a number of editorials that have been written today as we speak in various outlets in Quebec, which make it abundantly clear. If there's a single Quebecer that falls for this line, that the Liberals are doing this to save jobs, the the Liberal government and Mr. Trudeau considers Quebecers to be complete imbeciles. I can tell you that Quebecers have no time for this. SNC-Lavalin is not representative of Quebec. There's a large number of engineering firms, Quebec-based engineering firms, that are hardworking, that respect the, respect the rule of law, and those are the companies that federal governments and provincial governments and municipal governments should be encouraging and giving public works projects and giving them government business. Government business should not be going to corporations that don't respect the rules of this land. Well, let's uh, stay tuned for another day and see where it takes us. Senator Husakis, I really appreciate you joining us. Thank you so much. Busy days, busy days, and uh, Miss uh, Jody Wilson-Raybould uh, giving a shout-out to uh, Miss Philpot. Uh, you know, the incomparable Jane Philpot, truly mother of country, she writes in her uh, 
in her tweet. This is Global News Radio.